Hello, my friends. D.L. Anderson here. Welcome back to Transformation by Truth podcast as we share the truth concerning these last days and what you must do to save yourself from the violent times that are just ahead. Today's podcast is a word of truth accounting of the end times. The end is coming. The end is near. Today's podcast is entitled End Times 252, The Foundation of the Seal of Elohim. The podcast objectives are analyze the difference between the content of the word of truth and the intent, reveal the only way that we will be blessed, analyze the foundation of our salvation in these last days, analyze the unique and universal facets of the Father's will, and introduce the Torah of perfection. This lesson contains timelines and other visuals. Therefore, if you are listening to the podcast, I advise you to watch the video version on our website or YouTube or request a PDF of the lesson so you can add the visual effect. Action changes things. Now, in the most recent podcast, we introduced the sealing of the set of part ones as the second of the seven seasons in these last days, as you can see by the timeline below. From there, we moved to accomplish the same goal we achieved with the first season. We began checking all the boxes as it pertains to the seven prevailing guidelines of every prophetic word. I imagine most of our followers are close to memorizing these seven guidelines by now. However, I will restate them for good measure. First, you have the purpose, why the prophecy will happen. Next, you have the time, when it will happen. Then there is a season, a sign confirming the time. Next is the messenger, one who has been delegated to prophesy what will happen. Then you have the sequence, how it will happen, i.e. the order of the events within the prophecy. Then you have the people, who the prophecy will happen to. And last but not least, you have the place where the prophecy will happen. Now, Unlike the lessons dedicated to analyzing the restoration of the nation, in which we began our analysis with purpose, i.e. the first guideline, the Spirit has led me to begin analyzing the sealing of the set of part ones with the people and the places, i.e. the last two guidelines. In doing so, we made a fundamental yet crucial appraisal concerning those who will obtain the seal of Elohim in this season. 
it was so crucial that I will offer it as our first interest point in this lesson. And I trust you will remember it for the remainder of this series. Those who will obtain the seal of Elohim in this current season are those who were fully prepared to do so by fulfilling all the guidelines of the most recent season, that is, the restoration of the nation of Israel. Here lies the inflection, and we touched on it briefly during the most recent podcast. Explicitly, not everyone who heard the restoration message was restored, for although many were called, only a faithful few were chosen. Now, the question of the hour is, why did so many who heard the restoration message fail to be restored? The answer, because it is not enough to hear the message. We must live our lives in accordance with the message. Look, here lies another inflection. Vis-a-vis, -vis, many who heard the restoration message were only interested in and often infatuated with the content of the message. And yet, they had no desire or true love for the intent. There's a difference. Plainly speaking, the content is a beautiful, inspirational, feel-good story about a fallen nation and an oppressed people who wonderfully found their way back to Elohim. Truly, it is the most amazing story many of us have ever known. And yet, the content is just one half of the equation. The second and more critical half is the intent, i.e., the specific actions the message has been designed to inspire us to take. Now, this brings us to the next question of the hour, namely, what action is the restoration message designed to cause us to take? The answer, our transformation into the spiritual image and likeness of Yahushua Messiah. This is the intent of the restoration message and the action we must take. In this order, you must appreciate how the content of the message means nothing apart from the intent. It has no value. For if there is anything we learned during the restoration of the nation, it is surely this. Our knowledge of the restoration message did not change our reality. For our reality is not established upon what we deem. It is established upon what we do, for our actions set our reality in motion. 
plainly speaking, action changes things. You will only be blessed if you do. No doubt, this is a very crucial appraisal, and I assure you, it is true. I know because I've seen it. I've witnessed it in the lives of many who were more interested in hearing the word than doing what the word commands us to do. Trust me, you will not be blessed simply because you know the word. You will only be blessed if you do the word. That is to say, you must fulfill the intent of the word of truth delivered to you. James 1, 21-25 reads, Therefore, put away all filthiness and overflow of evil, and receive with meekness the implanted word, which is able to save your lives, and become doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. Because if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man who looks at his natural face in a mirror, for he looks at himself and goes away and immediately forgets what he was like. But he that looks into the Torah of perfection, that of freedom, and continues in it, not becoming a hearer that forgets, but a doer of work. This one shall be blessed in his doing of the Torah. No doubt there are many powerful messages and takeaways in this scripture passage. For the sake of time, I will only address three in this podcast. First of all, the first thing the Spirit is commanding us to do is to put away all filthiness and overflow of evil as a prerequisite to receiving the implanted word. The terminology here is vintage and a clear sign it was authored by the Ancient of Days. Explicitly, the word must be able to take root in our hearts to be of any effect. This is why the scriptures use the descriptor implanted when referring to the word. Vis-a-vis, -vis, the word must be planted in our hearts if we are to bear good fruit. And yet, the word cannot be planted in our hearts if we exist in a state of defilement. Plainly speaking, you cannot continue in sin and receive the implanted word. It is impossible. It is a classic non-starter. Notwithstanding, this is the most common reason why many who were called were never restored. 
It is because they attempted to receive the implanted word in the form of the restoration message without addressing their damaging state of defilement. For that reason, we will revisit this line of thought in future podcasts. For truly, you will never obtain the seal of Elohim if you continue in sin. For the master is saying, truly, truly, I say to you, everyone doing sin is a servant of sin. And no one who is enslaved to sin will obtain the seal of Elohim. Now, the next takeaway from James that I would have you consider is the command to become doers of the word and not hearers only. My dear friends, the father could not have been any clearer on this matter. And yet, many are resisting the call to action. Many are trying to find some path into everlasting light established upon what they have heard, but not done. And thus, we are told, these individuals are deceiving themselves while existing in a false reality. The Foundation of Our Salvation Now, this brings me to the final takeaway I would offer from the passage in James 1. That is, the Torah of Elohim is a freedom, the goal of which is to make us perfect in Elohim by the spiritual model of Yahushua Messiah. This is precisely why I began this podcast ministry teaching on the spiritual models of perfection, holiness, sin, judgment, and everlasting life. But specifically perfection. It is for the following reason, which I will offer as an interest point. The transition from the restoration of the nation of Israel into the sealing of these set apart ones is highlighted by a bridge of confirmation. This same bridge is located at the transition between the second and third seasons, the third and fourth seasons, and so on and so forth. As it pertains to the restoration message, the bridge of confirmation is the conduit, i.e. the straight and narrow way, which contains all the requirements associated with the restoration of the nation of Israel. These are the same requirements upon the seal of Elohim, and thus our fulfillments of these requirements will confirm that we have not only experienced the restoration message, but we are also spiritually and physically qualified to obtain the seal of Elohim. Now, the bridge of confirmation as a spiritual model is simply a convenient manner 
in which we can apply terminology to a key interest point that I have shared in prior podcasts. And yet, seeing how important it is, I will share it again now. And I advise you to bookmark it. The transition between each season and these last days is highlighted by a final exam. Akin to all the tests and trials we endure during the season, the final exam is a summary of all the lessons we were expected to learn and embrace for the simple fact that they are all required for us to have success in the ensuing season. This final exam, my dear friends, is the bridge of confirmation. In the case of the most recent season, it is the confirmation that you have mastered the content and the intent of the restoration message. Now, the graphic below illustrates the bridge of confirmation as the transition between the first two seasons in these last days. Here you see to the right, we have the first season in these last days, the restoration of the nation of Israel, a body of content and a series of tests and trials to ensure you have both understood and fulfilled the intent. And then moving on in time, we have this bridge of confirmation. That is the final exam designed to ensure you have fulfilled all the requirements associated with the restoration of the nation of Israel and are prepared to obtain the seal of Elohim. And then continuing, we're going into the sealing of a set of part ones, a spiritual exercise which focuses on providing everyone who has succeeded the bridge of confirmation with the seal of Elohim. Perfection and the will of the Father. Now, in many ways, the bridge of confirmation, again, as a spiritual model, is a microcosm of the most pervasive element of scriptural theology. Enter the Father's will. Let's talk about it. By definition, the Father's will is the sum of his desires for his people universally and individually. This results in a unique path into everlasting life for all who have been called, established upon commands we all must follow, and a perfect plan unique to each individual that keeps him or her on their unique path. Along these lines, it is futile for us to attempt to analyze the facet of the Father's will that is unique to every individual. The fact that it is unique reveals that no one can know it outside of the individual. And this is one of the many reasons we are commanded not to judge others. 
Now, on the other hand, the universal facet of the Father's will is not unique. Rather, it is fixed and required for all who have been called to follow. Herein lies our perfection, and perfection, as we have prior established, is the door that leads to everlasting life. Seeing as the bridge of confirmation is aligned with the Father's will, our success in obtaining the seal of Elohim is contingent to our adherence to the restoration message. We must fulfill every requirement. We must not leave any of our works undone. This is why James 1.25 is revealing, but he that looks into the Torah of perfection, that of freedom, this one shall be blessed in his doing of the Torah. Here lies the inflection and one of the most important takeaways from this series. I pray you consider it faithfully. The Torah of perfection is the universal facet of the Father's will. Therefore, as the bridge of confirmation connecting the restoration of the nation of Israel and the sealing of the Depart Ones is a microcosm of the Father's will, it is established upon the Torah of perfection. For that reason, the simplest way to confirm that we have indeed fulfilled the content and the intent of the restoration message is to validate our adherence to the Torah of perfection. Only then can we say with certainty that we are prepared to obtain the seal of Elohim. Now, here is the same graphic from before, where you have the restoration of the nation of Israel, a body of content, and a series of tests and trials to ensure you have both understood and fulfilled the intent, which leads to a bridge of confirmation, that is, the final exam designed to ensure you have fulfilled all the requirements associated with the restoration of the nation and you are prepared to obtain the seal of Elohim. And then crossing this bridge will lead you to the sealing of these set apart ones, a spiritual exercise which focuses on providing everyone who has succeeded the bridge of confirmation with the seal of Elohim. And this is the new feature. Here we have the Torah of perfection. It is the foundation of the bridge of confirmation that validates that we are prepared to obtain the seal of Elohim. Now, the Torah of perfection is the universal division of the Father's will for his people in these last days. The Torah of perfection is designed to ensure that the fulfillment of every requirement upon every season is aligned with the Father's standard of perfection, for it is the key to mastery 
as it pertains to the ensuing season. The Torah of Perfection. Now, this truth brings us to the question of the hour. Namely, what is the Torah of Perfection? Now, at a high level, the Torah of Perfection is the sum of all the requirements on the restoration message. Likewise, it is a combination of the content and the intent of the restoration message. This matter lends itself to the universal nature of perfection and the reality that perfection with specific regards to the Father's will is the formula for salvation in every generation and for all time. This is precisely why the call to perfection is found all throughout the scriptures. It is for the following reason, which I will offer as an interest point. The detailed requirements on salvation are unique across the various dispensations of time. For the will of Elohim, as it has been communicated to man, has evolved as man has evolved. Therefore, it would be impossible to execute a universal judgment and determine eternal life and death matters without a standard that effectively evaluates the spiritual quality of man despite the dispensation he is under. This is where perfection comes in, for it is the universal standard Yahuwah Elohim will utilize during the great white throne judgment. That is, the final judgment that will determine where every soul will spend their eternal future. Now, this model of perfection is in line with James, who is revealing he that looks into the Torah of perfection and continues in it, not becoming a hearer that forgets, but a doer of work. This one shall be blessed in his doing of the Torah of perfection. For one cannot do unless he is doing in accordance to the Father's will which is our perfection. And thus, where there is no perfection, there can be no execution. There can be no doing, but a slothful servant who is leaving his or her work undone. Now, 2 Corinthians 13, 8 through 11 reads, for we have no power at all against the truth, but for the truth. For we rejoice when we are weak and you are strong. And this also we pray for, your perfection. For this reason, I write this in my absence, so that being present, I should not use sharpness according to the authority which the master has given me for upbuilding and not for overthrowing. For the rest, brothers, rejoice. Be made perfect, be encouraged, be of one mind, 
live in peace, and the Elohim of love and peace shall be with you. Colossians 1, 21-28 reads, And you, who once were estranged and enemies in the mind by wicked works, but now he has completely restored to favor, in the body of his flesh through death, to present you set apart and blameless and unreprovable before him. If indeed you continue in the faith, founded and steadfast, and are not moved away from the hope of the good news which you heard, to whom Elohim desired to make known what are the riches of the esteem of this secret among the nations, which is Messiah in you, the hope of esteem, whom we announce, warning every man and teaching every man in all wisdom in order to present every man perfect in Messiah Yahushua. Moving on, Hebrews 6, 1 through 12 reads, Therefore, having left the word of the beginning of Messiah, let us go on to perfection, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and the faith toward Elohim, of the teaching of immersions and of laying on of hands, and of resurrection of the dead, and of everlasting judgment. And we desire that each one of you show the same diligence to the full assurance of hope until the end, in order that you do not become slothful, but imitate those who through faith and patience inherit the promises. Now, the sum of these scripture passages not only harden the association between the Father's will and our perfection, but they also lay a foundation for understanding the content and the intent of the Torah of perfection. Here again, this content and intent is the fulfillment of the restoration message. And always remember, we must master both the content and the intent of the restoration message to obtain the seal of Elohim. In effect, we must validate our positions that we have indeed received the restoration message and that we are living our lives in accordance with that message. That is the bridge of confirmation and the only safe passage into the next season. Thus, seeing as the full breadth of these matters of restoration and confirmation are established upon the Torah of perfection, we will continue our analyses of this body of truth, focusing first on the content and then moving on to the weightier half of intent. Now, here is the final word. The case for our perfection was always strong, and it gets stronger every day. This will become clearer to see as the following seasons in these last days unfold, specifically the time of the great distress. 
I said it before, but I'll say it again. Not everyone's going to make it. And those who will are as the five wise virgins. They are taking oil with their lamps. Plainly speaking, they have risen to the challenge. They have heeded the call. And they have unlocked the power to become doers of the word as a testament that they have indeed been restored. My dear friends, we were commanded long ago to guard every word that proceeds from the mouth of Elohim. And in doing so, he will guard us during the hour of temptation that has come upon all the inhabitants of the world. As for those who believe, they will somehow escape the terror of Elohim by simply knowing the restoration message, these have clearly been deceived. Truly, a fundamental fact of life derives from the law of sowing, which clearly reveals that if one does not sow, this one shall not reap. As it pertains to the time of the great distress, we are sowing seeds of obedience to reap protection, to be guarded from all the evil that is coming to destroy the earth. And seeing as our souls are at stake, we deem the path to perfection as light affliction, a path of unlimited value and infinite worth. Now, here is what's next. We completed today's podcast, End Times 252, The Foundation of the Seal of Elohim. And the next podcast is entitled, End Times 254, The Law of Moses v. The Torah of Perfection, Part 1. I will post this podcast on Monday, January 15th, 2024. Until then, my friends, continue to be led by the Spirit of Elohim. Continue to watch. Continue to pray. Continue in fasting. And most of all, continue to be focused. For the end is coming. The end is near.